kapieren, kapieren is to get, but like to get in the sense of, you know, to work something out, to catch on, to understand something. How would that be in the past, kapieren? Kapiert. Kapiert. How would you say, I didn't get it? Ich habe es nicht kapiert. Very good. Ich habe es nicht kapiert. I didn't get anything. I didn't get a thing. Ich habe nichts kapiert. Very good. Ich habe nichts kapiert. So this is I didn't get anything in the sense of I didn't get it. I didn't understand anything. And kapieren is coming from the Latin meaning of to grasp. Like in capture. When you grasp something, you get it, you understand it. Kapieren, to get. So if you find a verb going into the past just with the T on the end without the G, then you know it's either a verb of Latin origin, ending iren, organisieren, kapieren, servieren, or a verb with a non-movable building block at the beginning, like besuchen, to visit, versuchen, to try, which of course become besucht, versucht. To repair is reparieren, reparieren. Reparieren. Or reparieren. So what's the first thing we notice about this verb? It's a Latin one. It's a Latin verb, no? It ends eren. So this Latin verb, repair, is built of re and pair, no? Which is what you do when you repair something. You pair it back up. You repair it. So as I mentioned, German probably senses somehow that Latin verbs are built like this and doesn't bother with the ge in the past, not being able to split a Latin verb. How would you say, I have repaired it? Ich habe es repariert. Ich habe es or ich hab's repariert. I repaired them. Ich habe sie Repariert. Ich habe sie repariert. And this also means I repaired it. No, referring to a feminine noun. Ich habe sie repariert. So we can have both those meanings there. I repaired them. I repaired the feminine it. I have to repair it. I must repair it. And here with it we mean the TV, the television. Der Fernseher. Ich muss ihn repariert. In might sound a little bit like in, which is also in in German. So we really want that longer vowel in. Okay. Ich muss ihn reparieren. Ich muss ihn reparieren. So many people think that gender as a concept means that language goes around deciding which objects are masculine and which are feminine. But it's not really the object that has the gender, but the word in itself. It's words which are masculine and feminine and neuter rather than things in themselves. We know this because we might use two words with two different genders to refer to the same thing. For example, for train, we would commonly hear both der Zug and die Bahn. We could have der Zug, Z-U-G. Here the G on the end of the word is hardened, so it sounds like a K, Zug. Or the ban, B-A-H-N, for the train. So when we say it, referring to a train, whether we use in, the word for him, or sie, 
the word for her, will depend on whether in our minds we are thinking about der Zug, masculine, or the Bahn, feminine. But either way, we're still thinking about the train, no? So the train in itself doesn't have a gender, it's the word that does. So we have der Zug, which is related to ziehen, which means to pull. So a train is like a pulley, something that pulls something along. And then the Bahn, and Bahn actually means track. But the Bahn, the track, is also used to refer to the train. To take, to take was nehmen, N-E-H-M-E-N, nehmen, nehmen. I'm taking the train. Let's use the Bahn. I'm taking the train. Ich nehme die Bahn. Very good. Ich nehme die Bahn. What was tomorrow? Like morning. Morgen. Morgen. I'm taking the train tomorrow. Ich nehme die Bahn morgen. Very good. Ich nehme die Bahn morgen. Or we could also change that order for a different stress. Ich nehme morgen die Bahn. I'm taking it tomorrow. Referring to die Bahn. I'm taking it tomorrow. Ich nehme sie morgen. Very good. Ich nehme sie morgen. But if you had in your head Zug, der Zug, when you say I'm taking it tomorrow, well, you will say I'm taking him tomorrow. Ich nehme ihn morgen. Very good. Ich nehme ihn morgen. The day after tomorrow, the day after tomorrow was Übermorgen. Übermorgen. Over tomorrow. Übermorgen. They're repairing it the day after tomorrow. They're repairing it. They repair it the day after tomorrow. And we mean der Zug. Sie reparieren ihn ähm, übermorgen. Very good. Sie reparieren ihn übermorgen. She's repairing it. The day after tomorrow. She is repairing it the day after tomorrow. Sie repariert ihn übermorgen. Sie repariert ihn übermorgen. So, repariert looks like the past form. No, but we know it's not because we don't have haben anywhere there. Sie repariert ihn übermorgen. She repaired it the day before yesterday. She repaired it the day before yesterday. Sie habe ihn. Sie habe. Uh, sorry. Sie hat es vorgestern repariert. Now, if you say es and you're talking about the train, uh, you wouldn't be understood. So you could have ihn or sie, no, depending on whether you are referencing their two or the ban. This will depend on what you have in your mind or what you've used already in the conversation. Sie hat sie vorgestern repariert or sie hat ihn vorgestern repariert. So when referencing der Zug or die Bahn, if you just went automatically to S for it, you wouldn't be understood. You'd leave people wondering what that it referred to. So whilst it, when we talk about something general, like can you believe it, is automatically s, if we are referring to a noun, one of those words we put the in front of, we'll have to think about its gender before translating the word it.